Welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks. Up until about five years ago, I was your average mom of three. It was after the sudden loss of my father that my life changed forever and the rising within me began. Since then, I've embraced my gifts and have stepped into my role as an evidential psychic medium, past life reader, higher self mentor, holy fire Reiki practitioner, and published author. In this podcast, we will talk all things spiritual and healing through a very grounded and relatable approach. I hope you'll continue to join me each week, remembering who you always were as we rise together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I am your host, Amy Brooks, and I am excited for you to listen to today's episode. In this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing and sitting down with Hannah McIntyre. Hannah is an evidential medium, and she hails from Kent, which is in the United Kingdom. She and I have connected on social media, and I just think she is a total breath of fresh air. She's humorous and down to earth. She has a similar mission to me in the sense that I feel, you know, we're here to really bring this grounded approach to mediumship and to evidential mediumship in particular, and, you know, kind of a little bit of a myth buster um, to really normalize connection to spirit. She has a really cool and interesting um, origin story, so to speak. What I mean by that is how she kind of got on the spiritual path. What was it that happened um, that really placed her on the path? And so I, I thought that was really interesting. It's one that I hadn't heard before. And I think that you'll enjoy that. Um, we chat about all things, you know, intuitiveness in children, um, how messages come through, connection to spirit guides. Um, we even chat a little bit at the end about the Barbie movie. <laughs> As I noticed that she had a Barbie t-shirt on and I was like, have you seen the movie? Because I went last week and loved it so much it superseded my expectations. And um, she's like, girl, I'm on the way there after this interview. So I uh, thought that was funny as well. I really hope you enjoy this, this episode. Please go give Hannah a follow. You know, if there is, um, you know, anything that you want to know more about Hannah, you can find it all in the show notes. I'm going to link her, her website. I'm going to link her social media. Um, Hannah's really cool. She's been working in the field for 14 years, um, which I didn't know. I wasn't sure how long she'd been in the game. And she has like a school and does retreats and um, mediumship demonstrations. And she's manifesting a really big goal for 2025. I hope you enjoy this. Her energy is just magnetic. And um, yeah, enjoy this episode. Hello, Hannah. It is Hi. so nice to connect to you for the first time. Yes. So we're exciting. The, yeah, me too. We're meeting for the first time. But I mean, I've seen you around certainly on social media. And I get around. I love you get around and I love I, I love it. I love how much you share and I love the humor in the reels and that's really what drew me in to want to get to know you better. Uh and then also I know that we have some, you know, common common pals including yes. Emily. And so I was like, ah, I want to get to know Hannah better. So, reached out and you agreed to come onto the podcast and thank you for that. Uh, thank you for asking me. I'm really excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, sometimes you just feel kind of like a, a pull to someone like, I would like to get to know that person more. I always trust those nudges. Yeah. 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 Okay. So just briefly, 
you are Hannah McIntyre, and you are from, um, is it Kent? Kent, UK? It is Kent in the UK, Kent. correct. <laughs> correct. Where is that in the UK? Is that kind of up towards Manchester? Or... No, it's down in the south. It's southeast. South. Yeah. Okay. I need to brush up on my geography a little bit. I was recently... In the last in the last year or two, I've been doing a lot of like ancestry stuff, and I have a lot of UK roots. Um, actually, in Devon, so my paternal oh. grandfather, uh, his side of the family before they came to Canada in the 1800s was in Devon for like hundreds and hundreds of years. So, oh wow, lovely cool. part of the UK. Yeah, so need to need to venture over and and put my feet in the ground over there one day. So I'm in Canada. I don't know if you know that, but I'm uh, I'm an East Coast Canadian. Oh, amazing. Um, so Nova Scotia, you might you might have heard of it before. I have heard of it. Okay. Wouldn't know so, where it was on a map though, so don't worry. So it's it's so it's it's kind of a peninsula that sticks out into the Atlantic Ocean and it it's one of the well, it's not the most easterly point of Canada, but it's pretty close. So it's just right across literally right across the Atlantic from you. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, yeah. So um I don't know why I wanted to share that, but I did. So I just feel like you are a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and I, I really enjoy your content and just your energy. Just look down, two minutes and 20, 20, 22 seconds. That's my number. You oh, have a, nice. Yeah. You have a specific number. I feel like the numbers follow me on this podcast for sure. Uh, I'd, I'll take any angel number, any, any? which way they're going to give it. Don't, I'm any not one. fussy. I'll take a 666 <laughs> if I need to. <laughs> Me too, but like I just, especially when I see two, 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 I like I just especially go, oh, okay, good. This is a this is a good aligned connection for me. So I'm just I'm really a speaker um, who doesn't do too much prep work, and that's very purposeful for me. Um, and that is because I find like I'm doing this to heal, um, to heal my need to be scripted or to hold myself back from showing up and so I just show up and I just let it happen <laughs> so I hope that Amazing. you're okay I, I think you're just like that because when I asked you if you had any questions you're like whatever happy to talk about anything yeah so and funnily enough I noticed that I emailed you back f- to your request for questions that you sent a week ago at 2.22 my time today stop just so you know <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> okay definitely divine divine support uh for this connection so um yeah you know I really like I said breath of fresh share and I feel like we have a similar like a similar kind of spiritual mission um, and that is in groundable approachable ethical evidential mediumship and so I feel like I work similarly to you based on you know what I've seen about you and heard about you and I think that's really really important and I just want to thank you for showing up and continue sh- continually showing up and like breaking those misconceptions. I always say I'm like a spiritual myth buster. I definitely think you are too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's so important for people to show up this way and just kind of break all those barriers and normalize it. That's where we're yeah. headed. Do you see it? Do you see like oh, I hope society? So. Me too. Yeah, me too. So I guess what I'd like to start off and ask you is a little bit about your background. So for my for my listeners that may not be familiar with you, they may be, but people that are not, um, how did you really get into the spiritual path? Like, have you always been on it? Was there something kind of ma- major that happened in your life that placed you on it? I'd always love to hear background stories. Uh, the the origin story. Yeah, so yes. I... I... <laughs> didn't have any communication with spirit that I was aware of. Now, when I look back, I can see it time and time again. 
but when um, I was in my very late 20s, just turning into my 30s, I'd got my children, I was working in a job for somebody I didn't like, I'd had all these difficulties, even as an, a grown-up, in inverted commas, uh, with friends and things like that, and I was feeling just a bit fed up with everything. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my colleagues at work, I worked as a PA at a music school, it wasn't anything to do with spirit, just one day came up to me, um, and we were talking about something else, and she went, oh, I've got your grandfather here, and then proceeded to do a spirit link. Oh. And I um, was just aghast, just absolutely mm -hmm. gagged. And it was so transformational and amazing for me, because although I did believe in life after death, it never occurred to me to go and see a medium or try and make a connection. And so spirit getting involved like that was pretty mind-blowing. And she said to me, oh, you're shiny. Come to my group, all casual like. And I went, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Thinking that I would get to go and watch other mediums work and get to see them do it. And they were going around the room, your turn, your turn, your turn. They got to me and they went, your turn. And I went, oh, no, no, I'm just here to watch. And they went, oh, no, no one gets to just watch. Your turn. And that started uh, wow. what has now been nearly 14 years of just passion for mediumship. Wow, that's an initiation story if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> Your turn. Yeah, what? I love no. that. I love that. So do you think they, they probably could have seen that within you? Because I, 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 do you agree that when you meet someone or you're working with a specific client, you can kind of feel if they also um, are tuned in that way, tuned into spirit? Yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea. I mean, if you'd have asked me at the time, I'd have probably said, well, if there is a spirit world, ask them why it's so rubbish and been really <laughs> negative. I, I think it was spirit yeah. intervening um, yes. and that they knew that I had either. I'm not sure whether I believe in destiny as we believe in destiny, as, as yeah. many spiritual people believe in destiny. But yeah, I don't know if I'd gone so far off my path that they needed to put me back on it or that they just took an opportunity. I don't know, but yeah. it worked in my favor. Interesting. That's really interesting. I love those good old spiritual intervene and inter when they intervene that I just kind of was speaking about that yesterday, how, you know, how often spirit intervened in my life to get my attention. Mm -hmm. and, and I also appreciate that you shared when you look back in hindsight, you can see that you were always really connected to the spirit world because there's such a subtlety to it, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the problem, I think. If it was like yes. you imagine it's going to be after watching it on TV, um, you know, but I, it's not like that at all. You could be making yeah. it up. It could be your imagination. I know. I know. Yeah, so. That's what I say to people. They, they like want like a one, two, three step. And I like, you know, I'm like, I can give you guidance of how this works for me, but this is about trust and you have to actively trust. You just like, so for me, it's like, okay, every time I see this person, I see this older woman in my head. For years, I could have just thought that was my imagination, and I did. Absolutely. And it wasn't until one day I had this little seed of awareness that went, hmm, I don't I think there's more to this, and then just took the chance to say something, you know, exactly. and that that's how it all unfolds. So I think that's important for people to know, because I do think, you know, when we think about media and Hollywood and, and how mediumship or communication with spirit or the spirit world is portrayed, it's so, it's such a discrepancy toward. To, in, in comparison yeah. to what we actually experience. I know. And the thing is, it would be really hard to present it on TV the way it, it is. It would be entertaining. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because they can't, 
I mean, one of the things that I say all the time, and you may have heard me say in some of my reels, is they don't have a voice box. And that's always how I introduce my demonstrations, because we've all watched Ghost Whisperer, a medium where the spirit are speaking like you and I speak. So by default, when you sit in front of a medium, you would be able to say, what's my dad's name? And they would be able to go, Reginald Smythe Montgomery, because he's speaking. (laughs) Yeah, British name there. Um, But of course, they're not actually speaking. They're sending us an energy which we're interpreting so um absolutely I wish it was like it was on the tv but right uh, yeah Yeah. that'd be a lot easier (laughs) it would (laughs) yeah I always say it's just interpreting impressions and energy um and it's such like an intricate like have you ever really thought about the mechanics of it and how it's it's huge and I'm like how am I doing this all at the same time so do you use all of your Claire senses your psychic senses during your spirit communication or when you're tapping into spirit yeah I think that all Claire's are available to everybody so apologies if you've got one on your website Amy but a what's my Claire test there's nothing like something like that to just limit you in your beliefs Mm -hmm. so a lot Mm -hmm. of the students that work with me come to me and they say oh Hannah I can only see or I can only feel or I and I say you can't you just believe that's all you can do Mm -hmm. and so therefore Mm -hmm. you limit the way that you will receive the information so I agree Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, I do agree. I feel like we have access to all. Um, Now, I feel like maybe one might feel like you might have more of an awareness of clairvoyance, but doesn't mean that you're only clairvoyant. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, Yeah. And one of the, I've got my pointy finger out. Look at that. One of the things I want to say about clairvoyance is, it doesn't necessarily mean you're seeing the image the spirit sent you. So I believe that clairvoyance uses the resource of your mind. So the image that is rising in your third eye, in your mind, is actually a collaboration between the energy that the spirit has sent you and the pictures that your brain already holds. Absolutely agree. And and I, I so agree because, you know, I don't know if you've had this experience before, but I've worked with other mediums doing events and demonstrations and things. And there has been times when, say, my, my fellow medium will be connecting to a certain person, and then maybe they don't have that frame of reference in their own head of what the medium is wanting or what the spirit person is wanting to bring through so they'll jump to me and this has happened live actually on on a recording before where they where they came to me because I had the reference it was about a certain movie my girl so I knew that movie right like I'm in my mid-40s now definitely knew my girl and this was super super validating to the the person that was being read because that was the movie that they thought about and like even her her brother, who had passed, looked just like Macaulay Culkin Aww, with the little glasses and the cute. whole situation. So, yeah. So, you know, it, 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 she didn't, my fellow medium didn't have that frame of reference. She's like, I wouldn't have known my girl. Like, I would have had no idea. I've never seen that movie at all. She's a little Absolutely. bit younger than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. how it works. Yeah, I agree. And I think that it's important as well. Like, if you are someone that's looking for a medium that you really trust your gut and you go with a person that you feel pulled to. Because maybe the reason for that is that they do have that frame of reference and they're going to totally understand. Absolutely. Um, Or, or, yeah, yeah. Do you see, do you notice like themes uh, in terms of maybe like for like a month or so, or maybe not even a certain time, Linda, but you'll, you'll, you'll just be connecting a lot to like dads in spirit or to, you know, a dad or somebody that's passive heart disease, or do, do you ever notice themes in your readings or are they kind of all over the place? 
I notice themes in my spirit guide readings where I'm giving people advice because we're all connected on the energy. So you get a lot of, you know, at the moment it's time to push through your boundaries or now it's time to stop and rest. So I get a lot there. Not that I've noticed in my evidential. However, sometimes when you're stood in front of an audience and you say, I've got a dad here with a connection to this name who passes suddenly of a heart attack. And you think, wow, that's really specific. And four people put their hands up and you're like, oh, (laughs) yeah, okay. I better do my job a bit better then. So sometimes stuff like that happens. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that. I just noticed because like my introduction to spirit, although like you in hindsight, I can see that I've always been connected to spirit. uh, The awareness really opened up within me when I lost my dad. And so I would say for the first maybe two years of my mediumship, it felt like 75% of my clients also had a father in spirit. Um, And and I don't know like why or how that came through. And certainly sometimes when I connect to a dad in spirit, especially if there's a similar relationship or, you know, aspect of that, that their memories, uh, I know that there's messages and healing coming through for me as well. So I feel like every reading I do is so purposeful. I love it. We're always learning from spirit. So thank you for sharing your origin story. I love that. That was a very unique origin story. And I just love it. Um, I also love that initiation piece. You know, for me, if I look back in hindsight, I can see that, uh, you know, the spirit world was kind of initiating, extending an olive branch to me, an invitation so many times. I can't tell you how many times that like spiritual work or like when I was a teenager walking by the same metaphysical shop and like feeling like I needed to go in and never went in or like how many times I've had readings or encounters with people and they'd say, oh, you're a seer. And I'm like, what? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I know that for so long, the universe was like, please walk through this door. Do you have experiences like that? I know that you said it seemed, Yeah. Sorry, when I was a kid, my mum took me to the doctor because I could hear people calling my name wherever we went. Wow. But none of us ever thought it was spirit. We just thought I was a bit weird. <laughs> Honestly, I think a lot of us mediums are a little bit weird. And I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's purposeful. <laughs> We're not afraid to be weird and, and show how weird we are. I love that. See, I don't have any experiences like that, really. Like, I mean, I have had a near-death experience before, and certainly that was... I was six. Um, but the thing with us is we never talked about it. So we, I, I never really clued in that I was connected to spirit ever. Nobody ever talked about it. Um, my mom only reminded me of that when I'd been going down my path for about three years. And she went, well, of course, blah, blah, blah. And I went, did I? She oh, went, it makes sense you? now. Yeah. She went, don't you remember that? I said, no. So. No. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing how it shows up. I feel like if, if it's like in your life path, it's going to show up. It's going to show up. And and I also agree with the whole destiny thing. Like, I think that something that sometimes I struggle with, because I used to struggle with the term psychic, like when I first started doing this work. So I'd go through a whole bunch of different names, like intuitive medium, medium, um, you know, whatever it is, empath, me, like whatever word it was. I was so scared to use the word psychic because I don't necessarily buy into the whole like fortune telling aspect of it at all. And I think that's something that I really want to kind of break down and show I don't think the future is set in stone. That's not what spirit gives me. It's like choice by choice. It's like a game of snakes and ladders. (laughs) For sure. Always falling down those snakes. Always. Sliding down them, back down to the bottom. Don't cry. But then a ladder shows up. 
yeah, a ladder shows up out of nowhere and, and it's a choice to climb up it. That's how I feel yeah, about life. For so, sure. Yeah, yeah. For, so do you do you call yourself a psychic medium or is it? Uh, it depends on the mood I'm in because I do work psychically. But to me, psychic is energy to energy reading on the earth plane. That's right. So it's different to evidential communication where you're going into an altered state to communicate with the spirit world. Mm -hmm. It's me reading your energy. So in a psychic reading, it would be about your potentials. It would be opening up you to the energy that's already with you, like you say. So it's the ladder's already there and it's just drawing your attention to it. Whether you climb it or not, that's on you. Oh, I, but I agree a thousand idea. percent. Yeah, Good. <laughs> I agree a thousand percent. And, um, you know, I just did a reading the other day and, and yesterday and we were talking afterwards about uh, it was it was a blending of both the psychic piece and the mediumship because I have a combination and um, like a, a session that's broke down in two parts. And, you know, she said this was so validating. And I said, well, that's really my intention for a psychic reading. I don't want to just bring through what's going to happen in five years if like I, that's a high probability for you. I think if it comes in, it shows your potential that you could have it but I want to find out like how do you get there and you know what are potential challenges that stand in your way from getting there now and how do we grow towards that um and so I I think like I don't want to like surprise you with information in a psychic reading like they're like what I mean is telling you things that you don't know. I want to th- tell you things that you do know to validate that you're already tapped yes, in. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think when you're working with the spirit world, because when I do psychic, I'm also tuning into spirit guides as well. So I'll bat between yes. the two. I think, you know, spirit guides have got better things to say then. There's a tall, dark stranger that you'll see at Waterloo <laughs> Station with a daffodil in his pocket. Like, a it's so percent. disempowering. So uh, thank you for saying that. I also agree. It's so disempowering for somebody to like predict your future. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've kind of set up my work. Like when I started to do this work, I, I set my intention to connect to people that would be open to receiving and that I would be able to impact. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's actually not that common for me to have somebody book and want those those like all the predictions and no guidance most people are thinking of it like almost like a therapy session if I can be honest I think there's an element of that like this connection and bonding and it's really special it's it's so much more don't you agree than just like that like fortune teller (laughs) under the tent at the carnival yes yeah yeah I agree I agree um, so I, I noticed that you mentioned that you have children. I think I did read that somewhere when I was uh, perusing your website. Do you, I have children as well. Do you notice within them, I'm not sure what their ages are, but do you notice within them any kind of intuitive census within them? Or what they, do they think about what you do? Uh, they're 16 and 14. <laughs> um, I believe that anybody has the ability to communicate with the spirit world. Yep. So I'm, I'm aware of that ability within them. My son thinks that I'm insane. Um, okay. And that's fine. That's his uh, space. He's allowed to think that. He might change his mind. It's really funny because he doesn't believe in any of this, but he's a champion manifester. And we've been uh... sort of not putting heads because we get on very well, but I've been trying to get him. He's in a long break because he's just finished school before he starts his next set of education. And I've been saying, how about you get a job? And he says, I don't need to. Money just comes to me. (laughs) And it bloody well does. So it's really frustrating as a mother because I'm trying to instill a work ethic in him. And he's just like, I don't need one. Like the universe provides. And like my mum will come over and go, here's 20 pounds. I don't know why. I just want to give it to you. And I'm like, 
it's not helping so <laughs> he's like that my daughter is seriously empathic um really has that kind of sponge like picking up everybody else's energy but she also has a real warrior spirit for boundaries and barriers which sometimes I think I've created a bit of a monster she came back from school once when she was little and she said all of oh what is wrong with people she said they were wiping the whiteboard and they were like look at me look at me she went I don't need to look at you wiping a whiteboard energy sucker and she was about five (laughs) and I thought oops (laughs) um but hopefully it'll put her in good stead for the future Yes, yes. Preparing her for the future. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I, I thank you for sharing that about them. That's really cute. My children are, so I have three, but my oldest two are similar age. So I have 17 and 14. Oh, uh, and then, and then seven. <laughs> we start, oh, we nice. like to start over. We started over. That's okay. Um, He's great. He's a blessing. Um, No, I, I just wondered because, you know, for me, uh, my, my, I, I recently, well, not recently, maybe three or four years ago, I discovered my maternal grandmother told me that her maternal grandmother was a working medium, wow. um, back in the 1920s and thirties. And I thought that was so cool because I've always recognized this kind of like inner wisdom within my maternal line. And, um, yeah, I've noticed it with my kids for sure. I, especially my my son, my who's the fourteen year old son. Um, I feel like he. I, I also agree. I feel like we all have access to the spirit world. I I struggle with when people will say, "Oh, you're so gifted." Like, yeah. I struggle with that term because I'm like, no, no, I'm trying to normalize this. This is all of us. But some of us, you know, as with any skill, some of us just maybe there's a spectrum of sensitivity. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say that, um, but I think that it can be, it can certainly be worked upon. I always use the example of like a singing voice. Like we all can sing, and some of us can take singing lessons to improve our skill, and some of us are just born with perfect pitch. Yeah. Um, would you agree with that? With that? absolutely. And yeah. I had to learn. I had to be taught. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's the, yeah, and there's no there's no right or wrong way. Exactly, exactly. I, I don't, yeah, because, you know, I've had clients say, oh, well, I think, I've always been told you have to be born with it. I, I don't think so. But you know what, I'm the opposite, because I don't have any formal training. I feel like the spirit world has just taught me. But, and I actually used to be insecure about that, because I thought that made me less qualified. And it yeah. wasn't until another person said to me, no, 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 like, I, I don't think that at all. Like, you need to empower yourself around that. But I don't think it matters which way we learn. Well, I mean, I learned, but I was taught how to communicate with spirit guides. And then it was yeah. spirit guides that taught me how to do evidential. Oh, so. so a little bit of both. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you started like more tuning into the collective energy or psychic. Yeah. Psychic yeah. Kind of energy? And, and guidance really and empowerment. So yeah. spirit guides at the beginning, massively transformational for me because of the unconditional love. Um, oh and I would just, everyone would be sat in a circle with me and I'd be going, <laughs> I and they go, oh, Hannah's guides are here. She's crying again. I'll be like, sorry, sorry. Because it was just to be in that space where you are completely adored for just being you. They're not mm-hmm. asking you to change. They're not asking you to be different. You are absolute perfection and they mm-hmm. adore you. I don't think that we often experience that in life. No. And so that's that's how it started. And I worked, I was working as a medium doing spirit guide readings when I decided to then branch out to evidential. So I was professional, but then added evidential on. Yeah. 
I love that you brought up that unconditional love. I was just thinking about, I think I might have, I don't know if I made a post or a story the other day, but sometimes I just go off on a tangent in my stories, whatever, like I feel like talking about. And I was, I was sharing about that, like how after, once you connect to spirit in that way and you experience that unconditional love and acceptance, you're forever changed. You know, the way you look at life, the way you look at everybody in life is totally different. It's That's totally different. Right. It's been the most healing experience of my life for sure. Yeah, I'm healing yeah. along with my clients for sure. Yeah, me um, too, gal. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I honestly Absolutely. think that might be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else do I have to ask you? I wanted to ask you if you have a favorite spirit story connection that you would like to share with us over the oh. years. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going <laughs> to go with the one that I think will be most useful to your listeners. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, as I'm sure you talk about all the time, because I talk about it all the time, is um, as a medium, you have to accept that you're going to get no's. So when I first started working with spirit, I sort of set myself a target of I'm going to get everything right. And when I get everything right, that will be my proof. That will prove that I'm working with spirit. But of course, because they're not actually speaking to us um, and because sometimes clients don't remember things or misremember things, mm -hmm. there's no such thing as never getting a no. Mm -hmm. And right when spirit were really trying to educate this upon me, I had a client for a one on one reading and her, I think it was her mother was talking away to me I had loads of evidence that could be taken I was really in the flow I was like oh my god I'm doing it I'm doing it this is it brilliant and her mother showed me that a pile of ashes and a rose so I said your mum's been cremated and she said yes and I said and there's something going to happen to her. her her ashes are with a rose and she said no and I went mm. and I went back to check ashes rose and I went oh I, I don't know what I'm seeing here. I'm seeing ashes. I'm seeing a rose. Absolutely not, Hannah. Her ashes have not even been spread yet. So you are definitely wrong. And I went, oh, okay. Sorry about that. Have to leave it. Moved on. Carried on with the reading. The next day, I got an email from her saying, I'd only just picked my mum's ashes up. So I knew they hadn't been spread. But looking at the canister that came from the crematorium, here's a photo of it. Big rose up the front. And it's such a good lesson, I think, for anyone that's following this path, that a no in the moment doesn't necessarily mean a no forever. Such a big lesson, because yeah. I think that for so many of us, and I've gone through that journey too, and sometimes I still, I'm still like, and I have to catch myself in the moment, because you, you're like, you want to be right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're like, sure. but, but this is what I see. I know it's truth, but I've totally let go of all of that as well. But it certainly, it took practice yeah, for um, sure. to get there. Cause at first I'm like, what do you mean I'm wrong? And then I would try to like make it right, but it's not, it, it, maybe the person just doesn't have the information. Like the case with this lady it wasn't going to happen till the next day anyway. So exactly. she has no idea. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's just one more lesson in trusting the spirit world. Um, so yeah, it's so important to share with listeners who are also on the path and developing their mediumship that, you know, not, maybe this is not going to make sense for two years. Maybe this is going to make sense tomorrow. Maybe yeah. they've just totally forgot about it. You know, you don't know yeah. the timeline or when it's going to make sense, but yeah, I, I often hear back from clients months or the next day, I, the reading I did yesterday, I brought through something, a cameo necklace. 
And I was like, You're, she keeps showing me a cameo necklace. She's like, I don't, I don't think so, you know? And like maybe in the early days of my mediumship, I would have thought, oh, I did something wrong. Like one more X for me. I suck, yeah. you know? Like I yeah. might have thought that in my head. And now I'm just like, okay, um, well, this is what I'm seeing. So I'm, I'm sure it will, it will show up and make sense for you in time. And then she messaged me last night. So I called my sisters and they all, re they remember this cameo necklace that my mom had. And so now we're on the search to find it or, you know, and I was like, yeah, so I, you just, you always have to trust. You yeah, always sure. have to trust. For sure. Yeah. I, I love this interview with you. Thank you so much for sharing um, and for coming on with us today. No worries. Um, Thanks for having me. Of course. I have two more questions for you. Okay. And also, I want to invite you to share whatever you would like, um, okay. if you have anything you want to talk about. How did others react? I know you talked about your son a little bit, thinking that maybe you're a little bit kooky. Um, how did others react to this? So you've been doing this for 14 years. Yeah. So it's, it's been a long time. But how did, like, your mom or your husband or, like, whoever in your life react to this? Um, my husband, because I was sat in a circle for a few years, and that was just my my little thing that I got on with. Um, and he's always, we have, I have a really great relationship with my husband in that we both let the other one get on with whatever they want to, even if it's not our thing. Mm -hmm. So he kind of just let me get on with it. And then there was a period of time where I started doing it professionally. And obviously that got me out of the closet, out of the spiritual closet. And then it was so funny. We'd go to, you know, we'd meet new people. We'd be at a wedding and someone would say, so what do you do for a living? And you could see him go, oh, no, she's going to start talking about it. Here we go. So he's had to go on a bit of a journey because when he met me, we both worked in finance and finance makes mm. sense to my husband. It's numbers. So it's it's been um, a bit of a journey. But um one of the most transformational bits really was one Sunday afternoon. And I do not recommend drinking when you're doing spirit work, but we were through a bottle of wine and he just said, go on then get someone through for me. And I said, well, it won't be anyone I've met because I'll get in the way. If it's your nan, I know her too well. So it'll have to be someone I don't know. And he went, go on then. And I brought through all this evidence of this man in spirit. My husband used to work at a local castle to us. So I was talking about someone at the castle and this, that and the other. And my husband was going, well, no, it can't be him. He's still alive. And I said this and the other. And he said, no, no, he's still alive. And I was like, oh, God, am I working psychically? What am I doing? And I said, he's talking to me about designing his own uniform. He gets to wear his own uniform at the castle. This is a real point of pride for him. And he went, no, no, it can't be him he's alive. And I went, okay, I don't know. Googled him and he had died two years previous, but no one had told my husband. So that was a really good bit of evidence at getting my husband on the team. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can uh, yeah. So now he uh, is almost excited by it, which is really quite lovely for me. Yeah. Equally though, it's not his passion. He has never seen me demonstrate. He's never come to a live event that I've done. He, um, he's not interested in it. And so if you're listening to this and thinking, you know, I wish that I had a supportive, I didn't, um, I just did it anyway. Cause that's the kind of girl I am. Uh, so. Same, 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 same. I'm the same. My husband and I have the same kind of relationship. We're like, you do you, I'll do me. You know, like I don't, I, he's a, he's a IT computery techie, logical yeah. kind of guy. Um, and so we're very, very different, but yeah, he's always just been, okay, you do you. And he does like all my stuff, like all my graphics, all my editing, all everything. So he's supportive and helpful in that way. But he, 
he he he's like I know that you're doing something but I don't I don't totally understand what you're doing but you're doing it well so keep doing it but he's not he's also not interested he he's just yeah. like for me I can't ever imagine feeling like I wanted to to talk to someone in spirit or coming for a reading and yeah. you know it's just not part of his path he's not interested in it so yeah. I love that you share that same same but yeah, it doesn't. It certainly doesn't change um, me me doing it. Uh, if if yeah. somebody tells me not to do something, I'm probably gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Same. It's the absolute way of getting me to do. That's half the time. That's how spirit get me to do stuff. Yes. Yeah. Is they'll they'll put a barrier in, and I'll cry about the barrier, and I'll go, "Oh, why is this barrier here? It's so hard." And then within a week, I'm like, "Right, screw that barrier. I'm gonna knock it down." And I know mm. that spirit are there going, "Yeah, that's yeah exactly we, the pattern." Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did that on purpose yeah I love that do you have anything like what what is what I guess what I want to ask is what is next for Hannah because you have so much on the go like I I was looking at your website and I was like whoa like she she's jack of all trades kind of gal and I love it um so you already have so much on the go like you have a do you have a, like a school? Is it online, yeah. virtually? Like, I have an online, work? I have an, the Mediumship Matters Spiritual School, which is online. Um, and that has got, at the moment, 13 teachers on it. Um, and wow. that's a really great. I know, it's so cool. And that yeah. is my absolute, oh, I'm so proud of the community. It's just so amazing. So that's got videos you can watch at any time. And then it's got live lessons. So it's got a real mix of stuff. So that's that just launched in June. So we're just bedding that in nicely and then um yeah I've obviously got my podcast which you're coming on to so that's yes. keeping me super busy yeah um so I've written a book Amy and I'm hoping um that at some point spirit will let me stop breaking down barriers and find me a sodding publisher but if not I'm just going to do it myself I think that's where I'm heading at the moment just always have to do everything myself so that's seems to be my be. way I don't fit in boxes that's the trouble uh so I've got that I've got exciting I'm just about to finish my podcast season three and then I've got some bangingly exciting stuff happening with it in September when it's back which is gonna not limited to you coming on it uh yeah. that, there's more <laughs> as well so it's just yeah. really really cool um yeah. and I'm gonna keep on demonstrating what in my wildest dreams, and I'm going to share it, and I don't know why I'm obviously in a very gung-ho kind of mood, um, 2025, I would like to do a UK tour. So It will happen. Yeah. yeah. It, it will happen. I, I I'd like to that. do like a podcast tour, which is a mix of mediumship and people asking questions and having experiences. And in September, I'm off to Texas. So that's really exciting to demonstrate wow. and teach. So loads going wow. on. So what's bringing you to Texas? Uh, well, I was invited, so I never say okay. no to anything. Let that's that be amazing. a lesson to everyone. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah, Jennifer Jennifer Fezio's invited me, so I'm going out there. I've got students flying from all around to, oh to come in. And uh, yeah, two-day workshop, and Jennifer and I are demonstrating together on the Saturday night, and I can't wait. How exciting. I love this because an episode that I just recently recorded, it was really all about active trust and how I feel like that is the key for our, our spiritual spiritual development is like not just trusting, but like actively trusting and initiating based on that trust. Even when you don't know how it's going to turn out or yeah. you know how it's all going to happen, you just do it anyway. And I think that's, I think that's the key, honestly. I, th- I think that's the where the magic happens. And I think we just Agreed. need to, I know personally me, I'm, I'm, 
definitely learning in this lifetime how to detach from expectations and just do it anyway. So my tagline from my own cheeky spirit guide is do it scared. Like just, just do it. Um, uh, mine's just do it like Nike. Stop. So that, that's really funny. And people always say to me, oh, spirit have given you so much. And I'm like, I turn to spirit and I go, you have, haven't you? And they go, I... yeah, but we didn't, we didn't give you this because I think a lot of us get limited by kind of a disempowering idea that spirit are going to do it for us so yes I'm the one that's booked the hall I'm the one that's advertised it I'm the one that sold 150 tickets and yes spirit might have aligned people and got me to go across their path but I'm the one that paid for ads I'm the one that designed the ads I'm the one that got it out there but they will show up when I step out on stage and it's a real collaboration it's not as simple as just this is what I want so I'm gonna lie here till you bring it to me Absolutely. This is such an aligned message right now. Because like I said, my the episode I did all about after yeah. trust is all about this. Like imagine yeah. if, you know, and I just kind of I relayed scenarios. Imagine if this person didn't do this or didn't do this or didn't do this. Like how how different, like they wouldn't be in the same place. They wouldn't be on the same path. Yeah, um, yeah it's amazing. It's amazing. You just kind of have to get out of your own way. Absolutely. Just, 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 do do just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. You think you want to be a platform medium? start doing it that's what I did yeah and don't get tied up and wait for spirit to produce you uh, an audience have your friends over get them to bring a friend I used to do it in my living room and get everyone yeah. over get the experience yeah. earn your stripes learn yeah that's right earn your stripes yeah I love that so much I I so agree like I you know it's it's a collaboration and you have to you have to show up. You have to take initiative. It's one of those, like, you're either going to slide down or you're going to climb the ladder, right? With on, the, on the game of life. You're, it, it, it doesn't mean it's not possible for you. It just means maybe there was a choice that you didn't do that thing. But yeah. I also feel like, you know, spirit. my spirit guides taught me, because sometimes I, I deal with, I used to, I'm still working through it. Let's be honest. We all have our stuff. I work through, like, but maybe I'm too old to do this, or maybe it's uh, too late for me to do this, right? And that's just society's crap that we're all moving through. But spirits taught me it's never too late, and you're never too old. And it doesn't matter if you figure that out at 20 or 80, you know, you just have to do it. And I think I it's think- a really empowering message. Age is a really interesting one. It's interesting you should bring that up because I do think that you have to have a certain amount of life experience and personal development to be able to work as a professional medium. So, um, you know, you can try it if you're 20, but I actually know now that I needed that extra 10 years just to percolate through life before I found spirit because I was too involved in my own stuff. I would never have been a good medium. I agree. You know, because I actually went through in the beginning, almost a little bit of, I don't know if grieving is the right word, but we're just going to use it. I went through the kind of like woulda, shoulda, couldas where I thought, oh, if only I had like worked with this and left this in when I was 15 or 20 or like imagine where I'd be now. And then I think to myself, but I needed all of this life experience. I needed the 20 years to pass for me to know what I know what I know now and have all that repertoire of, um, experience and information and frame of reference and absolutely the time the the time was right the time was right yeah thank you Hannah I just I I need to ask you a question because the screen is a little bit blurry do you have a Barbie shirt on I do I'm going to see it in a minute (laughs) I was gonna ask you are you going to see Barbie I could see the I could see the oh my god I I loved Barbie so much so I won't give any spoilers 
You, so you've already seen I, it? No, no, sorry. I, bet, I thought you meant the dolls. I've loved oh, Barbie my whole bloody life. You love? See, so for I, me, it, sorry, This is old, this jumper. But I've just oh, pulled it out just so you liked today. Barbie before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I did. <laughs> You're the OG. Um, see, for me, yeah, yeah, I played with Barbie when I was a little kid. But, like, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Movie looks a little bit dumb. I don't know if I'll like it. But I went. And it superseded my expectations. They don't give anything away in the trailer. Um, it's 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 so much more than that, and it's so cheeky and fun. And there's some really really big important messages in it, and I just think it's outstanding. So I think you're gonna love it if you're a Barbie oh, good. fan. I love the Lego Movie, so I've got high hopes because the Lego Movie f- fulfilled everything I wanted it to. I was like whooping in the cinema, much to my kids' <laughs> embarrassment. So uh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, so this is my Barbie, Woo! my Barbie jumper, and I'm ready to go. I, Can't wait. I love it. I think it's important. You know, I took I took all of my kids and the boys loved it my daughter loved it it was amazing and I have to share I thought it was so cute because we were sitting in the theater next to these two older women like I, I don't know how old like north of 65 um and they were both dressed head to toe in pink and they had these big long like kind of costume jewelry white necklaces and like fancy little pink purses and they were sitting there watching the Barbie movie I thought this is so cute like I definitely want to take a picture of you I didn't but I just thought it was so sweet uh, I think they were actually mother and daughter oh, and they were laughing and crying. And I was like, this is so much more than I expected from a Barbie movie. I think you're going to yeah. love it. I'm excited Good. for you. I'm excited too. Thanks. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. So uh, everyone, if you would like to connect with Hannah, I'm going to share all of her information in the show notes. So please go give her a follow and check her out. She's amazing. Like I said, a breath of fresh air. Thanks, Shanna. Thank thanks, you very Hannah. Much. Not Shanna. I was going to say thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You know I know your name. I, it's Hannah. Hannah McIntyre. <laughs> don't you worry. I'm not offended at all. I'll answer to anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like a blend of like spirit with Hannah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't worry. Have a great day. Enjoy the barbecue. Thank, you. thank okay. you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode here of the Intuitive Rising podcast. If you would like to continue the chats and join the community, please join us over on Facebook and search for the Intuitive Rising community. All are welcome. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating. If you'd like to connect with me directly, please visit my website at theintuitiverising.com.